Okay, hi out there to all my rowdy rowdy boys. You're listening to the Big Daddy Hour podcast with your host, Alex Carter. Now, I want to make something very clear off the bat. This is going to be me talking shit, complaining, saying nonsensical things, okay? As long as you know that right off the bat, then we're in this together and we love each other so much. Kiss, kiss. Now, I'm currently drinking from a bottle of wine that I... The makeshift lid that I created for this bottle of red wine is the top of a Yankee candle because my cat, Spooky, she loves playing with bottle caps and my dumbass had a single glass of wine and thought, hey, there's no way I'm finishing this whole bottle of wine tonight because I've literally, I'm maybe going to have two glasses at the most, but let me just throw the bottle cap for her so she can play with it and then an hour later I'm going to realise, oh yeah, I need that to close the bottle. But life goes on. I'm going to take a quick sip. We'll see if it's held up throughout the night with that Yankee Candle top. Yes, that'll do. I believe that's adequate. Now, what I wanted to talk about today is, well, I mean, a litany of things. But I am so far behind on the bandwagon for Selling Sunset. And I just watched that recently. Now, I know you're going to love to hear my thoughts on that. Number one, why is that a job? Why is that a job? Why is someone just a li- It is so insane to me. This is proof that capitalism is actually so incredibly fucked up. Why is it a job to just walk someone around a house and be like, Oh, and it's big. Like, literally, these women, from what I could tell... The only way I would think this job is in any way useful to society, even in the smallest bit, is if they were good at negotiating, okay? Or if they were very confident and they had this great way of speaking with people. You know, I could see if someone was maybe on the fence and they really were good at turning them around, I'd be like, okay, I I think I maybe get why realtors are a thing in the first place. Now, I watched this one. Oh my god, this one. Davina. Okay, if you like Davina, if you even tolerate Davina, ah, she's fine in the later seasons, whatever. She is the most annoying person I've ever had the displeasure of me. No, that was a bit far, okay, that was too much. But literally, I was watching that one where she was talking to that weird old guy and he was wanting tons of money for his, um, for his sale. I can't remember how much it was, some ridiculous ridiculous amount of money and she was so awkward speaking to him and so uncomfortable like literally he was like well uh no we're not gonna we're gonna I want it to be this much or it was like 70 million or some bat shit idea like that and she was just like oh well um okay bitch I talk to I talk okay In, in my time on this planet I have talked to weird old men God, I couldn't tell you how many times. And I have kept my composure a hell of a lot better than you have. And knowing that these women make the money that they do, and they're still <laughs> not e- don't even appear to be competent at speaking to another human being. And literally, they'll be walking around the house. Uh, I'm already, like, I've already got ideas in my head of what I would say about the house. They're walking into the kitchen. The, the, the person they're touring goes, God. That's a great kitchen. They just go, 
Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. If they weren't convinced before, they're convinced now. See, g- give them it. Just say, isn't that marble on the countertop gorgeous? Look at this. Oh, can you imagine cooking a meal in here and looking out at that view? Literally, they're all just like, mm, yeah, so it's this thousand square feet. Like, what is the point? I do have to say, though, I am obsessed with the almost camp quality of these two. <laughs> oh, I love it a bit more than I thought. Of these two tiny bald men. <laughs> of these two tiny bald men. Solely hiring these like six foot gorgeous women in high heels and them just be like they're so confident and there's just something so gorgeous about that is these two five foot four men and I'm not saying that as a dig I love I love short men I'm I, I love short men if you're six foot and over don't even don't even talk to me but just like anytime there's a scene with them and it's just those tiny tiny little men and all these just got the most by the way the most gorgeous women you've ever seen in your life but yeah i just love oh my god just that the two men and they're always like in the middle or something and then just surrounded by amazon oh good oh good my cat just fell into a box my cat's name is Spooky, by the way. I know I mentioned that earlier, but I would like you guys to get that in your head if you're going to be listening to this. She is part of the lore. She is part of the lore. Oh, good. I'm also recording this off my phone, so it's probably going to pick up any... Oh, good. Oh, good. She's making more noise. Spooky. Oh, my God. Why you got dust all over <laughs> Her face is covered in dust right now. I don't want anything to do with that. Oh my god, anyway. So yeah, Selling Sunset. It was just, what a bizarre, what a bizarre experience. It was so weird to watch, but yeah, why Why does that exist? Why does that job exist in the first place? Spooky has this gorgeous little habit where she will just piss on things. <laughs> and god, I love it. I love, and I hear this sound now. And I'm not trying to be dramatic. And in fact, I don't think I'm being anything of the sort. But she'll like... I'll do it for the phone so you can hear it. Like, she'll do that. And basically, she's done that before to mean I'm about to piss on whatever this is that I'm doing. Like, I'm scraping my little paw on. And she, but she'll do it for other reasons sometimes as well. But now, because she has pissed in the bed. She loves pissing on the bed, by the way. So much. Whenever she's on the bed now, and she starts doing that little scratchy scratch on the bed, I actually... Again, I'm not being dramatic. I have PTSD. I think that's fair to say. And I, the amount of overwhelming dread that enters my body as I hear that scratch, I actually, like, I could possibly, no. I mean, I don't want to say I could fling her into the wall when I hear it. I may, I mean, anyone's capable of it, but I wouldn't do that. But the, just, I cannot explain to you the physical sensation that I feel on my body when I hear that scratch because of how many times I have had to fucking wash this bed sheet, wash this duvet, try and wash the goddamn, what's it called? Mattress? Is that what that thing's called? A mattress? The amount of times I've had to do it and it literally, it sends me flying every time. So that's what I'm dealing with right now. Speaking of cats... I remember when I was a child, okay, 
and cats were not the thing. Cats were not the tea, as you would say. And everyone was like, dogs, dogs, dogs. And I just never understood that. Like, I just did not get it. Dogs were gross. <laughs> By the way, I'm just talking about how my cat pisses on my bed. I'm like, dogs are fucking disgusting. <laughs> Meanwhile, my cat just, like, broke my skin with her bite and pissed in my eyes. But that's fine. But it was just not, like, it was just not the thing. It was it was not this in thing that, it's, that it is today. And everyone was always like, dog person, dog person. And now, finally, we are starting to have that kind of with... Why do I sound like I'm, like, a 60-year-old man? You guys heard of the internet, but I just feel like nowadays it's definitely more of a thing to be a cat person. And I feel like dog people get bullied a bit more, which is good. I like that because growing up... Here's my drama story. Growing up and having people think you're weird because you prefer cats over dogs really just puts it into perspective how much the tides have turned. Because I literally, there's still no reason in my mind that anyone would ever prefer a cat or, wait, what the fuck? Oh my god, I just, that's the plot twist of the episode. I'm a dog person. Never. There is no reason on this earth that I would even comprehend that anyone could prefer dogs over cats. I don't understand that. I know we're getting into the big topics today. It's very political. I'm sorry. Literally, cats are cuter. They're just better to look at. I Anytime I've been in the company of a dog... Uh, no, I like... My brother has a dog who's a Rottweiler. Massive head. Love his vibe. Very chill. But so many dogs, they're energy levels i don't know what them little shits get up to or what they be snorting but those little shits like running around i remember when i was really young wasn't as much as a a full-on dog i'm not even a dog disliker they're fine they're fine okay i'm talking myself out of this but like our my brother's friend got a puppy and i was like oh my god it was like a little staffy puppy and i love staffies they're so cute to me those are cute dogs and within maybe five minutes, because I got to look after the puppy, like, by myself, it was a very big deal. Very big deal for, for tween me. Oh my god, I get to look after the puppy. And I swear to god, I, at five minutes in, I was like, I was like, fuck this. This dog's getting booted out the window. I can't deal with this. I'm emotionally distraught. Like, it's just too much. Why are they all over you like that? Why are they constantly... It's, like, embarrassing to me. I'm like, really? You can't last... 10 minutes without your owner that's fucking lame to me am i aware that i'm bullying dogs right now yeah i don't give a shit okay now number one cats the sounds they make are better cats a gar like the perfect cat meow there ain't nothing like that sister the perfect dog bark does that even exist i guess when they just do a little i kind of like that that's kind of fun but there's nothing on this earth that sounds like a cat meow or, more importantly, a cat purr. Cats actually heal you. Dogs destroy your body by making you go on occasional walks. Which would destroy my body, by the way. Oh, and also, listen, it's not fun cleaning up a litter tree, but the fact... <laughs> this is giving me anxiety. The fact that dog owners have to walk out, be outside with other people, other people go outside, by the way, have to 
go outside and pick up shit that a dog has just shat out of their ass and pick that up and carry maybe even have to carry that around for a bit while other people can see you doing it like that is like a dom sub relationship people think the the it's like a, it's like a verse kind of thing you know you're, when you're indoors i feel like maybe the dog's the sub <laughs> oh i'm devolving but i feel like i'm onto something but it almost feels like a power play for the dog like it's it's like they've got a secret agenda Cats are real. Cats don't want to fuck with you, okay? Or they do, and if they do, they'll be nice to you. It's like dogs, they're sneakier. They're actually sneakier than cats are, contrary to popular belief. And one thing about cats as well, they're more whimsical animals. Do you understand what I'm saying by that? Like, I feel like I could see a cat character in some kind of fantasy novel. Not quite Puss in Boots, but you know what I mean. A little cat character, more way more than I could see a dog character. Oh god, even just the word dog. Dog. Like that's not nice. It's not nice to say cat. Ooh, that little T on the end. Is that not gorgeous to say? Oh I fear I'm losing my mind already. I fear I am. Oh my god. That's fine. But anyway, I just needed to talk about that. And literally, you know what else I hate? I have spent far too much time on TikTok, which, by the way, one minute is far too much time on TikTok. But I've, I have spent more, <laughs> slightly more time than one minute on TikTok recently. And you know what I fucking hate? What really stresses me out is when I watch a video with cats or with kittens or even a little pooch now and again, and the person's like, l- like, taking a video of them and they're not like petting them or cuddling them. That really freaks me out, and it it makes me want to jump through the fucking screen to like make them do it i saw this one i think it was earlier on today i don't know the the days are blinding together (sighs) quick sip of wine here we go oh that's good but i saw this one yesterday or today i don't fucking know and it was like a guy walking up i'm gonna assume it's a man because they were doing something annoying but this guy like walking up and like videoing and these two chunky little kittens like I cannot tell you how gorgeous the sight of these little fluffy queen little little clouds on feet and was just like and they were like coming up to him like meowing very cute and blah 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 obviously they've been left there by their mom I don't fucking know and he's just, and he like does a little like like he like he kind of walks away so that they come right they come up to him and I'm like don't you fucking dare don't you do that don't you walk away from those kittens just so you've got content for them to keep walking up to you i don't understand that concept the thought that you see a cute little gorgeous little fluffy little queen two of them in fact running up to you and your your instinct isn't to hold them in your little arms and give them little kisses on the head and go and then like what is that mindset of being like oh you know it'd be funny if I kept walking and they they ran after me that you know what you should probably be in prison I don't want to be dramatic but there's something off there tell me if I'm off on that in fact don't because I don't give a shit I know I'm not off on that that's weird to to not have that nurturing oh my god this really fucked me up anyway speaking of people being dumbasses Oh good, I can hear Spooky destroying the house. 
living room's fucked now, probably. Anyway, speaking of people being annoying and bizarre, I saw this clip again. <laughs> it was on TikTok. This podcast, by the way, is just going to be me complaining about TikTok. Stay tuned. But I saw this TikTok, and it was um, a clip from Scary Movie 3 years. I thought, like a, a clip from one of the scary movies, and it's Anna Faris. And they're, and they're, oh, this is one of my least favorite things. I'm actually stressed just saying this. But you know when people are like, this would never get made today. First of all, shut the fuck up. Sometimes, sometimes that's good. And everyone in the comments was like, oh my god, this is so... Like, it was just a clip. I'll, I'll, don't worry, I'm going to tell you what it was, but I just need to set this up. Everyone in the comments like, oh my god, this is so funny. Ha <laughs> ha, they couldn't get away with this today. Oh, why don't they make movies like this today? First of all, and then I watched the clip. I knew it. I fucking knew it. See, when you just read the comments, you know something's going to be absolutely shockingly shite. And I watched that clip. And it's Anna Faris, like, talking in broken, broken English to, I think it was meant to be a Japanese child. And she, like, says, oh, hello, and he doesn't respond, and she also does the, she turns the L's to R's. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna have that on the internet of me saying hello in broken English. Uh, thank you very much. She does that, I'm, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's been done. God. The amount of times that I've heard a broken English accent, I, it's too many to count, and that's, I feel like that's not something that should ever happen, but... Literally, that's, that's what it was. People were fucking losing their shit, thinking that shit was so funny. And then she's like, so she says, she says the broken English, hello. Oh, almost caught me slipping, I almost did it. Um, And then she's like t- try, j- trying to talk to the Japanese kid, and she's like saying all this nonsensical Japanese shit, like teriyaki or whatever. I'm like, that, really? That's what you, that's what you want to come back? You think that's funny? You think that's so funny and the only reason people don't like it is because it's offensive. Number one, it is offensive. I just don't even... I mean, it just is. It just is. And then... Number two, it's not fucking funny either. Like, what part of that is funny? I've heard that done so many times in my life. In my gorgeously short 25 years of life. I feel like I shouldn't have heard people speak in broken English as much as I have. But I have. And I just hate that whole concept of, oh, people don't like this because it's a fa- like it's like they're all it's like they're trying to make themselves find it funny. Cause they're I'm giving them an out here and I'm gonna say there is absolutely no way on God's green earth that anyone with more than two brain cells would watch that scene and be like, that that is funny. That is I'm laughing at that. Because that is embarrassing. You need to um, be sent off somewhere. I don't know where. I'm sending a lot of people off places today. Like, the fact that grown adults could watch a scene like that and be like, oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, I wish cancel culture didn't exist so we could watch shite like that again. Like, fucking make your own shitty movie and laugh to yourself if you miss it so much. Like, why do you care that people don't... Or, and you know what? They probably do. They probably still make jokes like that and you just can't, haven't watched it or whatever. But why is that such a problem that people maybe don't want to see that anymore? Like, those people that they make fun of, they're still human beings that are allowed to be hurt by their culture being made fun of. That's insane to me that someone could take it upon themselves as someone that's not being made fun of at the time and be like, but it's funny. 
in what fucking world were you made the judge of what's funny? Because that's not a world I want to live in, okay? If you think that shit's funny. And it's like, really, why don't people understand? If it was, say, um, you know, like an, an Asian creator or a Japanese creator and they, you know, they made something for other Asian people and it was kind of making fun of, like, stereotypes and stuff, that's that makes sense and that's funny. Just just doing oh my god like I'm actually losing my mind at the thought of a grown adult just hearing someone say hello in broken English and thinking that's the pinnacle of comedy oh I needed a moment to get over that oh my god and what I also want to talk about on that same note is I I cannot get over right I was a huge um Audrey Hepburn fan when I was a kid I just thought she was so gorgeous I loved her fashion I wanted to be her I dressed up as her one time when I was in primary school I still have a bag with her face on it that I've had probably since primary school as well I used to love her and then so my whole thing was like oh my god I need to watch Breakfast at Tiffany's I need to watch Breakfast at Tiffany's it's like the ultimate Audrey Hepburn movie because I've seen like other ones but I hadn't seen that I know what what am I like and I watched that movie and I had not, no one had ever even uttered the words Mickey Rooney playing an Asian person, first of all. I don't know, I don't even know w- what nationality he was meant to be because I did not watch it for long enough. I was sitting there as a, a teenage lass, okay? And I could not believe... I was watching, oh my god, I'm so excited, you know, this is the ultimate, it's like the girly movie and everyone loves it, everyone always talks about it. Um, I feel like someone maybe should, like, why is that not a bigger deal that this person put prosthetic teeth in, slanted their eyes, it was actually the, I was, it was like my fight or flight mode kicked in when I saw that. And I remember just turning that off and just silently being like, Okay, like I, I made it to maybe he said about five words and I was like, oh. okay, let me just turn that off. And I've never watched that movie since. That is batshit insane to me. The amount of people who go on and on about Breakfast at Tiffany's and it's such a, it is such a cultural um, classic. And yet I had never heard <laughs> that that was part of it that is so crazy to me like why was that was it just accepted I don't even it was so absurd it wasn't even you couldn't even (laughs) losing it but like it was so egregiously racist that I was like how has no one ever told me that this is in this film like I cannot believe obviously when you watch old Hollywood films I'm losing my mind just remembering this oh god the memories are coming back but when you watch old Hollywood films, you know, there's maybe occasionally a joke that I'm like, oh, okay, that wasn't great, or, you know what I mean. But that, the full-on Asian face, I don't know what you call it. I don't know what you call it, but you know what I mean. That was so out of control, and I could not believe that that, that just no one no one thought to say that at any point, by the way, whenever they were talking about Breakfast at Tiffany's. And I just had to figure that one out by my damn self. Oh my god, <laughs> that was... Oh, when I watched that for the first time. Speaking of things not aging well, I'm going to be commencing my mm, probably maybe monthly rant about people 
saying, and listen, you know I like to stick up for the little guys. This is my monthly rant about people saying that Friends isn't funny. (laughs) I'm sorry, but oh my god, like, people that say that, I genuinely don't think they've they've either maybe watched, like, a part of an episode that wasn't that great or something like that. Because I rewatched that not long ago. And I'm not about to say that I don't have any kind of um, nostalgia for friends that's maybe... Blo- what? Spooky. Can you not do anything bizarre? Oh, good. She's doing... Oh, she's doing a forward roll. Yes, I absolutely, I will, I know it in my heart, I will have nostalgia for Friends because of my childhood. It was a big part of my childhood. I remember I literally found one of my old, it was like from primary two, I think. And it was like, we used to always write about our weekend um, in a little diary and just say what we did. And so I proceeded to just write out the basically the entirety of every single thing that happened in the last Friends episode because it aired when I was that age and so it was a big big part of my childhood my family and I would always watch it together you know yes we'd do the little at the start of course we would of course we would and it was gorgeous okay it was gorgeous but I'm not gonna let that cloud my judgment friends is fucking funny I'm sorry friends is funny it has got really good jokes in there the acting the comedic acting and also there's lots of very good dramatic acting in Friends too. It's so fucking good. David Schwimmer as as Ross is one of the most inspired performances I have seen in my life. And I mean that. I mean that. I'm being deadly serious when I say that. There are so many fucking funny moments in that show. And so many great heartwarming moments as well. That when I see people just say... That when I see people just say things like... Like, I saw this thing, it's fucking, I get boiling. But I saw this tweet that was like, oh, if I was was a millionaire, I'd just pay to take all the laugh tracks out of Friends on syndication so everyone could see how shit that show was. Number one, there's nothing wrong with a show having a laugh track in the sense of, you know, it was the 90s when it came out, that was very much the deal. Speaking of what's the deal... Seinfeld. No one ever gives Seinfeld shit for having a laugh track. Seinfeld had a laugh track. No one gives a fuck about it. Everyone always seems to think, oh, it had a it had a, <laughs> it had a Seinfeld. It had a it, I can't even fucking say it. It had a laugh track. So it's not funny. And it's like that's just not how anything works. Just because they, yes, they add in the laugh track, they also had an actual live audience as well. Because you can see it, like, they literally just watch bloopers. They had a live audience that thought that shit was funny and would laugh at it. And I just don't get that concept. Like I said, would you say Seinfeld is a bad show because they had a laugh track? They had a live audience, but they also had a laugh track. No, Seinfeld's a fantastic show. I'm not trying to say they're on the same level because I know that some t- a 25-year-old man is going to probably try and skin me alive for even suggesting that. That's fine. I'm not saying that, okay? But I have probably laughed out loud just as much at Friends as I have at Seinfeld. And I just don't see what that whole... It's like it's it's cool to, to not think it's good. And then people being like, oh my god, why did Netflix pay all that money to have Friends on it? A bit... Because some of you are lying. Because it's fucking one of the most watched shows of all time. So someone's lying. 
someone likes friends in this group of five people I have created here. You're so annoying. Oh, <laughs> My cat's being annoying and she's trying to chase her tail, but she just looked at me oh so sweet. And now she's forgiven. But yeah, the chemistry that that cast had on Friends was so incredible. And I am goddamn sick and tired of people acting like I'm a basic bitch. Because yes, I like a super popular comedy TV show. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes big things are good. Hi guys, sorry, I keep needing to cut because my little shit of a cat is constantly scratching on the goddamn radiator in my room. I'll stop talking and I'll look at her and she'll stop. She'll stop. So I'm like, okay, I'll begin to- oh, oh, she's doing that again. Oh, she's doing it again. We just held hands. Do you think she likes me? Yeah. Spooky, do you love me? I'm losing my mind because my boyfriend's in London right now. Oh, and I don't have any friends, so I don't have anyone to talk to. And now I think I might be. I think Spooky and I are psychically linked now. She's looking at me with a crazy look in her eye, and I know that means she's agreeing with me for sure. Oh my god, but yeah, this is probably the main reason why I'm starting this podcast is because uh, I would love for people to just have to listen to my thoughts and feelings and my rants on things. So thank you so much to all the four people that are listening to this, if they even still are listening at this point. But anyway, my rant, yes. Is, am I trying to say that Friends is the most cleverly written wild show that I've ever seen in my life? No. But I think people take it way too far because we all know that when you're human, you have this innate need to differentiate yourself from the masses. And I understand that. I get that. All I'm saying is, if you want to do that, then focus on Big Bang Theory. Because that is actually a piece of shit show. That is a piece of shit show and that really bugs me. So there you go. As my first my first decree as leader is stop making fun of friends, make fun of Big Bang Theory, we'll meet in the middle. Ugh, I'm not going to put up with it. I'm not going to put up with it anymore. But that's fine. Okay, I just tried to, my cat is making so much noise. And she's on top of the radiator and she was playing around by not even playing with goddamn anything. There's no excuse for it really. And I just went to throw, like, an eye mask, like, over so she would, like, go run and get it. Ended up just hitting her straight in the face with it. But that's fine. In fact, I think I like that outcome more. So we're good. Now, what I also wanted to speak about today is the anytime, anytime I see any kind of content about Sex and the City online. This isn't just about TikTok, okay? Reddit, you're a part of this too. You get away with a lot of shit. You're not getting away with this one. Even just in real life now. People love to think that they're being courageous and saying something brand new. When someone brings up Sex and the City and they go, You know what? Carrie wasn't that nice. That is possibly the most non-statement I ever heard in my life. Because literally that's what any single person who is trying, again, they're trying to differentiate themselves from the masses even though they're becoming the masses. And it's like, 
they think they're giving this really nuanced take, like, and you, and, and Carrie shouldn't have made Charlotte pay her for, to get her flat. Okay, the whole point, people love to take well-written, flawed female characters and be like, she's not nice. Like, no shit, she's not nice sometimes. She's also a great friend at points. She's very funny, she's very talented. You know, there's a lot of good points about Carrie. Yes, she can be annoying sometimes. She squeals occasionally. Who the fuck doesn't? I think Sex and the City was so great and that it really, like I said, it made these flawed female characters. But you still root for them and they still are going to be friends at the end of the day, even if they don't see eye to eye. And I don't like this whole concept. I feel like I see it a lot now and again, where if you're friends with someone, again, I'm not <laughs> not suggesting that you be friends with the person that thinks that scene thinks that scene from Scary Movie is funny or the scene from Breakfast at Tiffany's. I'm not that kind of person. But it's just like any single tiny little thing that doesn't align with what you're saying, it's like, bye-bye. Like, they're like, oh, bad person. Don't like that. That is so insane to me, seeing the world in black and white like that. Because yes, does Carrie have annoying moments? Absolutely. But she also has very vulnerable moments, funny moments, great moments, happy moments. It's like, they just have this very narrow-minded view of, oh, well, she did this, so she's bad. No, it's actually called a good character because it makes you, you question their morality. It's interesting. You know, there's stuff, all of them did stuff in that show that wasn't a good thing to do. doesn't mean they're not good people. It just means that they're human and they do stupid shit sometimes. We all do it. And it's like, I just feel like any kind, it's just in general as well. It's just with a, with a woman celebrity, is that right? Because I don't want to say female, these females, but, oh my god, wait, was that a good... I didn't mean it, but was that a good Ben Shapiro impression? Yes, it was. No one tell me otherwise. I didn't even mean to make that an impression, but it was so good. But any woman in the spotlight, like I'll I'll take, I'll I'll reference this, Constance Wu, when she had that tweet years ago when fresh off the boat, Constance Wu is the star of Crazy Rich Asians, uh, and also fresh off the boat, that, that show she was in Hustlers too. God, she was good. She was good. That's a great film. That is a great film. Oh my god, that one scene of Jennifer Lopez and the red lights on her and she's in that bikini or whatever, the underwear set. Oh my god. Anyway. But anyway, Constance Wu had that tweet where Fresh Off the Boat got renewed. And you know, she had a moment where she said something on Twitter. I've not got it exactly to mind, but basically she made it clear that she was not happy about it. Um, And at the time, you know, I thought, maybe a little bit unprofessional or whatever, but holy shit, people hated on her for that. People really hated on her for that. For that tweet, calling her all sorts of this and that. And now it comes out and literally one of the producers of that show had been sexually harassing her and they'd been told they'd been told that the show was cancelled so she'd signed up for all this shit to kind of further her career. And then she's told, um well, no, you're going to go back and you're going to probably have to deal with this man who's a piece of shit. So, yeah, was it a, maybe a little bit... Did it come across as a little bit unprofessional? Yes, it did. It came across a little bit unprofessional. But holy 
shit, women are not allowed to not be perfect when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I, all the Olivia Wilde stuff right now as well. Now, does she sound like a piece of shit? Yeah, she's probably a piece of shit. She's probably a piece of shit. She came from a rich family. She's probably a piece of shit. But, again, the amount of vitriol, I don't know if that's how you say that word, I've only seen it written down, but the amount of vitriol and anger and disgust that has been thrown at Olivia Wilde because this whole drama with Florence Pugh, (laughs) is that how you say her name? That can't be right. Florence Pugh, am I right? I don't think that, she's a fantastic actress. Um... But oh my god, the amount of hate that Olivia Wilde has gotten for this film. And I get it, she's a public figure, she's with Harry Styles. But holy shit. Male directors have literally, like, raped and sexually assaulted and had um, sexual relationships with underage people. They don't get... Like, I'm laughing because it's so insane to me that they don't get nearly as much hate thrown at them as a woman maybe being kind of shitty like it's like these men are actually like literally a male director could be like you know what if we could just murder all women that'd be great and people would not give a fuck people would not give a fuck all they'd say was yeah but i like that one film that's that's all it would be any 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 time like a male abuser or whatever is brought up people are like you need to separate the art from the artist and then anytime like a woman does something mildly annoying they're like should we burn her at the stake should we bring that back should we burn her at the stake and laugh as we look at her charred corpse that i'm being dead serious that is what it feels like to me anyway if you hear a rumbling and a rustling in the background it's my cat being a piece of shit oh my god but i just i, I just feel like we're very hard on and I'm, it's not just men that are hard on other women. It is women as well. We're very hard on other women when they mess up or make a mistake. It's like, I don't know if we maybe have the mindset that, oh, well, men are just going to be bad boys anyway. But when a woman does it, eh, I can't stand for that. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the rationale is behind it. But, oh, my God, there is nothing you can say to that me. And literally... What is it, the new David O. Russell film? That guy's a piece of shit. Look up David O. Russell and the stuff that he's done. Um, I'm not going to talk about it because it's very sensitive and I don't want to get any details wrong. Um, but oh my god, look at what he has done and admitted to. And then look at what F- Olivia Wilde did. And compare... Do it. Do it. Do it. Spooky and I are bare knuckle boxing right now. People always say you shouldn't you shouldn't make your hand a toy for your cats. How about try and stop me? <laughs> okay. How about it's funny when she does it? Okay, and I'll get to that point if it becomes a problem. And I'll goddamn throw her out the window, but for now it's fun. Okay? And I'm gonna play with my cat. I'm gonna make her chase my little tootsies, I'm gonna make her chase my little thingies, okay? Get over it right away right now. Thank you so much. You know what else pisses me off about TikTok? This has become old man hour. I don't care. You know what else pisses me off about TikTok? I literally, when I'm in public now, I don't, it's not, it's probably not even TikTok that's created this phenomenon, but I feel like it's definitely exacerbated it. The whole concept of 
and I get it's always been this way, but it just feels a lot more intense now, is when you're outside and I just feel like there's a higher expectation that someone could film you and put it online. The amount of TikToks I see where it's like literally like someone is in their house and there's someone like across the road, even if it's something nice and they're not making fun of them, they're like, oh, I just saw this old, look at this old man with flowers for his wife. Don't fucking film an old man that you don't, that is so absurd to me that that is becoming socially acceptable. And there's people in the comments that are just like, oh my God, that's so sweet. Oh my God, that made my day what, that old man being filmed against his will? Like, that is so bizarre to me. And I actually have, like, a level of anxiety. I'm mentally ill already, so that's not saying much. But it's I've gotten, like, a new level to my anxiety now when I'm out in public and I see someone with a phone out. Even if they're, like, taking a photo, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. I just have a vision because I hate the way I look when people, like, take photos of me and stuff. Um, Again, I'm mentally ill. So I have a very like big compulsion about that. I really don't like it when people take photos of me because I know it's going to send me into a tailspin for mm, six months if I see myself with my double chin out and proud. And I it actually gives me the absolute fear when I'm out in public and I see anyone with a phone now and I wish it was socially acceptable to fucking knock that shit out of their hands because I get it. I get there's that whole law where if you're in public and someone films you, then that's okay. Mm, by the way, that should not be a law and people should be arrested and again... They should be put in prison for that. A bit much, not really, because if it's going to make me feel less anxious, then the world needs to change completely. But this, I just feel like it's really lended itself to this culture of, like, anything's kind of this movie moment in real life. Like, I, I need to capture that moment. That's beautiful. By the way, life is beautiful. Real life is beautiful. Go and take a walk around. You'll see something cute and gorgeous happening. You'll see someone playing, no, you know what, I was going to say you'll see someone playing frisbee with their friends in the park, that fucking pisses me off if they get too close to me, that gives, that, oh, oh, I've lit myself up, see if you, in public, go to a fucking park, and you play with a frisbee, or a ball, and you're too close to other people, to the point that it's hitting over to other people, oh great, so now I can't enjoy my goddamn, my cans in the park, my tinnies in the park, because someone's fucking around with a football because they can't sit still and just talk to their friends for 10 fucking minutes just ask them what they did at the weekend ask them what movies they've seen recently just sit the fuck down no one needs to be doing physical activity just talk to your friends see what's going on in their lives okay man to man have a moment with them i don't need to be fucking taking a swig and then looking around because i'm thinking i'm gonna get knocked in the face with a football when I'm just trying to have a relaxing time at the park? I don't think. I don't think. That was a whole other tangent, but I meant it, and I mean it, and I always will. But literally, just go outside. You'll see something beautiful happening. And that doesn't need to be fucking captured and commodified and put on TikTok for the world to see. Just live life. And I fear I'm becoming that old man yells at the clouds, or old man yells at the sky, or whatever... And I used to be so against that. I used to be like, oh, fucking bullshit, old bastards trying to make us come off social media. Idiots. Just because we're on our phones. You know, people used to be uh, da, 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 reading newspapers on the train. Now we read our phones. But now I'm like, <laughs> them, them old motherfuckers had a point. And I think, again, it is, I feel like it is to do with t- TikTok a lot of the time. I feel like TikTok is taking people's attention span away. 
I know it doesn't help with minds either. I've got the I've got zero attention span to begin with, and I know when I've been on TikTok too much, I can I can feel it. I can feel it getting worse, which I do not need because I already almost need to like chop my own arm off to will myself into like hoovering. But I feel like it is absolutely a problem at this point and I'm scared and I, th- I don't know what to do and the world keeps spinning and I don't know how to stop it and I'm scared that none of us are going to be able to communicate with one another. Literally my mum said the other day and this is probably just some like you know when your mum just says some absolutely insane shit and you're like mm-hmm but literally she was like uh, we were driving in the car and these kids or whatever walking past the road without nary a care in the world. Now when I'm crossing a road it's a goddamn death mission okay like when I'm crossing the road I don't know why no one else is aware um cars can kill and they're heavy as shit so maybe like look both ways before you cross the road I don't know why people are so chill crossing the road and even when they do that thing where there's a car coming in they go and they run they just run in front of it anyway that is batshit insane to me I will never be that person so don't even try and make me that person but anyway, we're like in the car and these kids just like walk across, like just not giving a fuck that a car is coming. And my mum said, she was like, oh, it's like worse. Like, she's like, I've noticed it. Like, they just don't care anymore. And I saw this thing as well. Uh, again, it was online, so take that with a pinch of salt, where people were like, communicating with teenagers nowadays, it's like insanity. Like, someone was saying that they're a waitress and they went to a restaurant and they asked, they were like, oh, it's okay, so can I get your order? And they just all stared at her. Like, they, they don't know how to communicate with other people because they're not doing it through a screen. And I swear to you, I'm not just saying this as some kind... Like, I'm not doing the whole, like, boomer. Kids are stupid and need to be told what to do. Okay, first of all, kids are stupid. I was stupid. I was stupid little shit when I was a kid, okay? You do need to be taught what to do. I'm not saying kids shouldn't be on phones or whatever. They definitely should, but I feel like it should be a lot more regulated than it is. And kids should not be spending, like, eight hours a day on their fucking phone during their formative years. Listen, I'm 25 now. I can do whatever the fuck I want, okay? I can spend 10 hours on my phone a day. And guess what? I, you know what? I I couldn't even think of what to say there. I should not be spending 10 hours a day on my phone. I don't, but I should be spending less. But literally, everything, like, everything is commodified. Everything, like, it's, you're not, you're not, like the weird girl anymore you're it's weird girl aesthetic everything's core or aesthetic no one knows how to talk to each other no one knows how to have a fucking normal conversation it's everyone oh my god like I don't know what (laughs) I promise I'm not about to cry I don't know why I sounded like that but I feel like covid really just fucked everyone up and no one knows how to communicate anymore. Like, I've noticed that more. I, I noticed that after COVID, people are actually ruder than they used to be. Is that a word? More rude? Like, I remember kind of the earliest days after COVID and I was on the train. I was going to go see my dad because he lives up north. And I was walking through the train to go sit down. And I, I think I maybe, like, um, like... I had to stop and the guy kind of at the back of me like hit into my bag. I was like, oh, sorry, like that. Now, I'm the most I'm the most awkward person ever, but I don't, you know what I mean? Like if I'm in public, I'm not going to do that because I know it makes other people <laughs> uncomfortable when my goddamn autistic ass looks at people. I don't know if I'm autistic. I don't know if I'm autistic. I've just been told that a lot, that people think I am. 
I'm spiraling. But anyway, so I looked behind and I was like, oh, sorry. Didn't even look me in the eyes and just looked down. This grown ass man. And I, I, you know, one of those moments where you're like, oh, oh, like, yeah, you're in shock for like a little bit because you don't know what the fuck this other human being is doing. And then what was the other one? Oh, yeah, it's not just old people, by the way. No, what? It's not just kids, by the way, it's old fucks too. I was walking, um, I think I was going to the train station or whatever, and I was walking, there's this like little bit where you like, there's traffic lights and you cross, and it's kind of a, li- a little bit of a tight squeeze if it's busy, and there's a lot of people there. Oh, by the way, um, I live in Edinburgh, and why does no one know how to fucking move on a pavement when someone is coming towards them? I, I'm going to rant about that after this but anyway I was like walking along like I'm clearly about to go past just on this this old bitch on her phone and she I'm like excuse me like that like I do it quite loud because listen I'm an alpha and I can't help it doesn't say anything and just slowly crawls forward so I can kind of squeeze past her that is fucking insane to me like that oh my god that interaction with another human being was so bizarre to me. Like, am I not a human as well? Why do people not talk to others as if they're also humans? I don't understand that. Anyway, my other rant. Yeah, I live in Edinburgh. What the fuck is wrong with people when they're walking on the fucking pavement? I will be walking... By the way, I don't know if people know this in Edinburgh. It's not actually um, a legal requirement that you have to... That you have to walk beside the four other people you're with in a group all at once in one single file line. You can actually move out the way at one point and let someone go past. I'm an itty bitty girl all on my own. And I'm just trying to walk past this goddamn group of people. Why should I have to walk on the fucking road? Like, literally, people expect you to fucking walk on the road before they'll even... Before the four people that are approaching you, before even one of them thinks to do it. Now, I was raised with that mentality. When I was a kid, it was very much, oh, get out of the way. Out of the way, out of the way. Like, if someone was... Like, if an adult or something was... Or something was walking towards me, my mum was very... You know, that's their space. You need to move. And I feel like people weren't taught that and it really confuses me. I don't understand if people think that they have a right to be a cock and just not move or if they don't understand. I don't know if they think the world revolves around them or what is this? Like everyone thinks that everyone's an NPC around them. If that is real, that's going to make me want to tear every single one of my hairs out. I'm not, like, what, like, people just don't see you as human. I don't know how to explain that to you, but they'll just literally, they'll just keep walking. I, literally, my boyfriend makes fun of me all the time, because I play chicken with people, because I'm, 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 I mean, I'm constantly in a bad mood. You can tell by this podcast, probably, the whole time. But I would just not, there's nothing in my mind that's going to accept that this, like, a grown-ass man is not going to go out of the way for me when I'm walking, clearly walking in that direction. I've seen people, we've both got, side of the road and they walk over to my side and then I have to move in what world is this a free country is this a free fucking country because if it is I should be able to punch that person in the face in what world do you think that you can just either not move for someone 
that's clearly trying to get past. Oh, and people, oh my god, people in Edinburgh love to stop on the pavement. God, they love to stop and look at the fucking fifth tourist shop that they walked past that day. Oh my god. Oh, I just had to take a moment. Literally, it's just, it's just the same tartan shit that you've seen ten times on your walk from the castle. There is no need to stop in the middle of the road when there's clearly people in a rush, in a hurry. No, you just dawdle away, my love. You just dawdle away and just look at that. Oh, God, I just don't have a care in the world. Please, for the love of God, please don't see anyone else. You're the only one in the world. Did you know that? (sighs) Oh, I needed to get that off my chest. So anyway, my tutorial basically, um, if you're walking on a pavement and there's someone walking in front of you, you can use those two things you call legs to uh, move out the way. It's this new craze, all the kids are doing it, it's called walking core on TikTok. So if you just do that, that'd be great. Um, Now I'm going to wrap this up guys, because I've been talking absolute shite for the past, I don't know, hour, I don't know. God, I've lost energy after talking about that. That has that has actually physically someone has reached into my soul and taken the energy out just by me talking about people walking in front of me. But I'm gonna wrap this up. My cat is sitting on my little lap. She's falling asleep. It's ever so gorgeous. I just wanted to do this little podcast because I feel like I used to do kind of YouTube videos, but also wait, what? I used to do, I used to do, come again. I used to do YouTube videos where I kind of talked or whatever. Turns out you need to, if you don't, if you're not 100% happy with your appearance and you have to look at yourself constantly while editing a YouTube video, again, that's, that makes me want to rip the hair out of my scalp as well. Um, to have to look at myself and be like, ah yes, there's that flaw that I don't like. Look at it for an hour, shall we? And then I figured... Hang on. Face for radio, except face for podcast. And I'm not saying that people who do podcasts are ugly. A lot of them do video ones. But I just can't be fucked. I cannot be fucked putting makeup on right now. Listen, if this goes well, if we get somewhere with this, I'll start doing videos of it. If anyone wants to see my ass talking shite, alright? I've got a lot of shite to talk. If you made it through this far... A little kiss on the cheek for you. You decide which cheek. Um, And God, I hope you have a lovely day. This has been Big Daddy Hour with your host, Alex Carter, featuring my co-host for today. Spooky. Spooky Mulder. That's her full name. Plot twist. She was named after Spooky Mulder. Also, just quickly before I go, what's that season in The X-Files when they're like, you know what, I'm not even going to spoil it. I was going to spoil it. I'm trying to figure out where I was on X-Files right now. <laughs> not me using a podcast as Google. I was trying to figure out where I was on X-Files and what season I was on because I really just can't be bored figuring that shit out. But anyway, life goes on. Spooky's here. We're going to chill. I'm going to go in the shower. It's going to be a wild time. Okay? That wasn't meant to be sexual. It can be if you want. I don't know. Will that get me views? Maybe. But peace out.